There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zane. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're here, we're live, and you are listening and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All four of us in the stream for tonight's stands. Hey. Hey, Moran, Raf Camus, and Chino Leao. And before we get to everything we're talking about tonight, and we promise, we've got to give a special shout-out to our Podcast Network Asia family, spe- uh, specifically Babyface producer Ryan, who's been taking care of the show. Uh, you've got Gideon working on the graphics you've been putting out. And uh, the Podcast Network Asia family has actually welcomed a couple of new podcasts into the umbrella of the network. So first off, you've got my friend Mix Bustos from ANC, uh, who debuted his new podcast off the record. And we've also got another couple of friends of the podcast, Jamalas and Dapsky Zaiko. They are the local locals and they just dropped their first episode 8 p.m. on Monday nights. You can check it out on Spotify and on their Facebook page, PH. Uh, the first local has K in it, so there. Um, nice. If you want to find it. So, congratulations to our new family members from our Bagong Ka podcast. Shout out to them. Well, PNA, reimburse you naman yung mic ko. Mahal to you. Sige, some jackass. My third uh, second. You jackass. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, we're streaming this tonight, June 10. Um, we're a couple days or a couple nights away, actually, from Independence Day, which is really ironic. Na, uh, we're, we're supposed to be commemorating Independence Day on Friday, given current events. And, you know, um, it, it's, it's been inspiring that the wrestling community has somehow gotten together to speak up about this locally. Um, PWR came out with a statement, nung, I believe it was Friday, and so did MWF not long after that. And um, then came the comments. So there were people who started reacting negatively and saying stuff like wrestling and politics shouldn't mix, uh, stick to wrestling na lang kayo, or oh yellow page pala to eh. all that crap. So um, it's funny that a lot of people actually have this idea that wrestling and politics do not go together because for the longest time, wrestling has always been very political. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to be the asshole here and say, fuck that shit. Fuck. If you, if you think... Uh, if you're laughing at us because we're yellow, yellow page, fuck you. If you're not political about this and you're making fun of us for being political about this, fuck you. Uh, if you still are not bothered by everything that's going on, fuck you. That, and that's all I have to say about it. I mean, okay, I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak up about politics now. I don't usually do this. I try yeah. to stay 
as quiet as I can when we talk politics, when you guys want to voice your opinions. It's it's all our shows, and everybody has the right to voice their opinion, opinions. And that's what's beautiful about this country, about this democracy we're in. We're allowed to express our opinions, and especially me, a stand-up comedian who makes his living off of voicing his opinions and making fun of people and finding the ridicule in everyday life. His livelihood is threatened now because people who are butthurt can be labeled terrorists. Uh, who People who uh, take something the wrong way can be labeled a terrorist and they can end up in prison without a need for a warrant. That's, that's messed up, man. I don't want to have to lose what I do. Just because I'm afraid that I offend people. Just because somebody might take something wrong. I've had audiences wherein people have misunderstood what I was trying to say. And for the most part, yes, they've ended badly. But not as bad as ending up in jail. You know? Not a or threat dead. life. Sorry? Or dead. Or dead. Or dead, right? No, it's not as bad that's, as that's, that. That's within the realm because, of possibility. Because at the end of the day, guys, a joke is still a joke. An opinion is still an opinion. And we have that uh, right as free human people, right? And when you, impede, when you impede upon that right, that's when you have to think twice about where you stand politically. At least and the Manyanita is still a birthday party. Yeah, right? and I knew I knew that this was going to be the issue that was going to get you, to, you know, to finally speak up because it's an infringement on an a on on the freedom of expression, right? Oh, so, you talking about me? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about yeah, you. Okay. Yes, Mister, oh, mostly I'm, political. I'm not Camus. No, 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 Camus is good. Camus is Camus no, is a okay. Yeah, 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 Camus is good, but um. To people thinking that this, uh, a lot of us are overreacting about this, that we have no reason to be afraid if we're not doing anything or saying anything wrong. That's what you're, that's where you're wrong. Because we've already seen with or without an anti-terror bill or anti-terror law, uh, the government will use the power it has to stop its critics. And it's not afraid to do that even without the power that this law gives. So what more if when, once once it's passed, Diva? So that's why we're all speaking out about this and why it's important, especially for us content creators, whether uh, it's us here in the podcast or uh, us in PWR, right? Where we're creating art that touches on a lot of different issues where, as Chino mentioned, someone could get hurt and someone could get offended. And that that just you know completely changes the game and not for the good not for the good at all yeah the funny thing is a lot of people seem to think now because wrestling is entertainment there's no room in it for politics but people forget that when hulk hogan was waging war on the iron sheik or nikita volk uh, Nico, nikola volkov nikita koloff yeah, these are foreign heels, and it's all a, it, it's always been about America overcoming the foreign villain. When Sergeant Slaughter rose to fame, it was because he was an all-American patriot. Again, politics, pa rin, kasi it was at uh, what towards the end of the Cold War or at the end of the Vietnam War, or wh- whatever it was. Kurt Angle, all-American hero, ganun pa rin. It's still political because you're touting new values of American society. So, can... sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so nandun na yun eh. even Muhammad Hassan, as, as Lance points out, was a very political character. And that's you why he was very controversial at the time. 
you don't even have to go as far back as Muhammad Hassan. Just look at Rusev and Rusev. And John, that's, that's what I was and, gonna say. Rusev and John, John Cena, Cena, right? Yeah, goddamn, yeah. with the tank, he just right? came out on a tank. Yeah, yeah. You've got current examples then, like Mustafa Ali. That is a political character. Even Mansoor's presence is political because they're pushing him as the Saudi Arabian babyface, given you issues of, uh, you know, of, of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That That's is money. Politics. Yeah. Um. Even here in the Philippines, like um, the Mister C character being booed because he's Chinese. That's political. When when Sandata comes out with the political messages on his wrist tape, that's political. So um, I, I don't understand why some people think that oh you know uh, wrestling is an entertainment vehicle therefore keep the politics out of it. Parang shut up and wrestle. So parang shut up and dribble. Yung sinabi ng Fox Sports commentator kay LeBron. That's bullshit. No, I understand. I completely understand why people feel this way. Why people are trying to shut us up because they don't want to face the truth that everything we do in life. Everything we create, everything we get into, everything we love happens to be political, happens to exist side by side with politics. Uh, it's something that I think uh, people like China might have ignored for the better part of their lives until it comes knocking on their doors, right? But uh, as long as people are uncomfortable with the fact that uh, this could happen to them and it's a conversation they need to have, it's a truth they need to face, uh, they'll always be telling us to stop talking about it. Because yeah, as someone mentioned, I think it was Ben Shapiro who's, who decried politics in sports because comfort zone, his safe space, if you will, it was taken away from him. Well, too bad because, you know, uh, people who are oppressed, people uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, black people, uh, minorities, people who are being targeted by the government, we've never had a comfort zone. We've never had a safe space. And it's time for you people to realize this and we need to talk about it and you can't run away from it forever. That's why you are, I don't know, upset with us. That's why you're mad at us for bringing, the, bringing up these points. Yeah, and you know, if you want to be part of the movement, whatever movement it is, whether it's supporting a movement like Black Lives Matter in the U.S. or uh, this thing that we're voicing out about the anti-terror bill before it becomes the anti-terror law, there's so many ways for you to do that. Um, you know, uh, there was a meme that went out that uh, you don't just have to be the person marching out in the streets or a frontliner. You can actually help out and support from wherever you are. And it could be because you live with someone who's high risk or immunocompromised because of the pandemic. You can donate. You can keep making noise on your social media. You can even educate the people you're with to talk to them about it and engage in discourse. So yeah, there's so many ways for you to be involved. There's a free talk by Chel Diokno that's coming out on Facebook at 8 p.m. Well, by... Oh, today? It's... Yeah, today. today? today. Oh, so, sorry. Okay, sorry. So, so let's end this. Let's end this quickly. Let's end this quickly. Damn it, Gino. Uh, okay. So yes. So pero yeah, there's a free talk coming out tonight. Uh, please don't leave. We need the views. But you can go right after. Right, abutan yun. Yeah, we'll finish. Yeah, abutan yun. For sure. time. Abutan yun. But it's on there. It's by. Uh, uh, I forgot the Facebook page. I'll look for it and I'll post it on to wherever. Post it in the comment section. But okay, yeah. so if we're all going to the Chell Jokna talk right after <laughs> this, isn't it time to talk about wrestling? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, where do we start? I think we can start with uh, NXT TakeOver. TakeOver! Yeah, 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 yeah
All right, let's talk about NXT TakeOver in your house, which happened Monday, Manila time. And uh, it felt different uh, in a good way because finally my tao na. Oh, uh, yeah. I love the set. I love the presentation. Um, I love the retro aspect that they brought into it. Uh, but at the same time, it they was still They brought in the weird. old announcer. Yeah, see, Todd Pettingill. Yeah, that was actually fun. It was a funny surprise now at the start. You're like, huh, okay. I sort of have a vague recollection of this guy from the tapes, but who the fuck was this and how'd they find him again? Right? Yeah. Like, how long uh, has that guy been unemployed? Actually, because I didn't recognize him at first. And then they cut oh. to old footage of him. And I was like, damn, he got old. Like, he got super old. Like, he I was cut taken off the mullet, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I was so taken aback by how old he looks now. But then it was just, it was such a blast from the past how they had the house on. I don't know if you guys actually have seen uh, in, in your house. like Because that's one of the yes, things I, I remember that's one of the things I remember seeing. Like well, one of the first shows I've ever seen was an in your house, a random in your house. That I can't remember the name of. And I remember how they had the home sets. They had they had the door and everything. It was it, it was exactly like that, but with an NXT twist. And I, I love it. I appreciated the fact that they they did a whole custom set again because you know as you know they've been doing you know the generic sets for pay-per-views and special events personality whatsoever so the fact that they dressed up the performance center with an actual facade of a house is already plus points for me I mean, my budget is for set design, and it's not going to use, so might as well, no? Yeah, it definitely helped the theme, the overall theme, though. Uh, it wasn't just a name for the sake of, you know, uh, using the name because we're all stuck at home or Plus, whatever. They really, they really put the set to good use. I mean, they had doorbell cam angles. Oh, yeah, had, the doorbell cam. <laughs> which I love, by the way. The doorbell cam angles. Doorbell cam! The doorbell cam! A, yeah, the best use of a doorbell cam in anywhere anywhere it's so good and then they and then we had yoshirai jumping off the roof i mean they put the set to good use so i really like johnny gargano dude johnny gargano coming out of the set night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when he when it looked like his house yep he he had the picture of doc doc hendricks on the wall for (laughs) so good so good so yeah at the end of the day yeah at the end of the day it's like if we're gonna get more of this for however long quarantine goes, I like it. I like it. Uh, everyone yeah. in the comments right now, sound off on which parts of the show you like of, of you know of NFC Takeover that you like as we ra- as we rattle down through the list of matches that we like I, as well. I mean, and they had all uh, these commercials, the right? They did. Oh yeah, the good for, humor. For, for, for what is the is, is it actual? And, and, I, actual and I caught a pro. They brought no, Icona Pro back. Icona they was dead it. as a brand, yeah. yeah, it's dead. They brought it back for one night. Right? No, the ice so, cream sandwiches. Are the ice cream sandwiches real? Yeah, those the are ice cream real. Sandwiches those are, real. are real. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that a while back. But, but it's, not it's available in the APAC region. Yeah, genuine unfortunate one. good humor. Not even SN- no, SNR doesn't carry really? them, but I think they did for a while. Like just oh, okay. the generic good humor. Oh. So there's that. Um, let's talk about the actual matches because like there was a lot of 
wrestling that sort of went on that went on but it was for me it felt like there were as opposed to the past few NXT cards this one was more up down up middle than up down that were or all the way through na escalating action that you'd expect from an NXT show yeah, I have I to agree. Tried... I don't. I didn't find the sorry, bro. Let me just oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it, right. it didn't have that same escalating action you'd expect from a normal takeover. Right? Every match is one-upping the match before it. Um, to me, this, this felt a little, a little confusing, magulo, in the sense that yeah. it felt like it was a little all over the place for from certain points. Um, but I mean, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It just I felt like it could be more concise, like. A little more structured out. Actually, yeah, honestly, I, thought, I don't think they needed the six woman tag. Uh, Sorry, I, know, yeah, I thought know. they were trying something different with this takeover. I noticed yeah, the fact that they weren't trying to one up each other with each match, and that they weren't trying to go all the way up. So I appreciated that not every match had to be a banger. Like there was actually a match in which we could actually breathe right, uh, right before the main event, Diba. Right? So. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, it was a nice change of pace. It wasn't tiring at all. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. I like the fact that I had some energy for the main event, uh, which was uh, a, a good choice for a main event as well. No? Uh, yeah, I watched yeah. it in three parts. So I watched mm-hmm. it in three parts because uh, one, well, I now have WWE Network subscription. And two, I just had so much going on on Monday and I could only take one hour breaks at a time. So, hindi ko siya pinanood ng dere-derecho. So, ganun din. Di rin ako napagod watching it. Especially because yung stream na pinagkunan ko, they actually divided it sobrang sakto. At the end of match 2, cut. End of match 4, cut. Boom. So, yun. Um, I, 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 I agree with what you guys said. Let's get to the main event. Kasi the main event was really uh, the highlight of the show. That triple threat NXT Women's Championship match. I didn't see Io Shirai winning at all. And I'm not sure if you guys, Kamas and Chino, predicted that she would win. Or if no, someone else not. would have won. Um, um, wait, wait, no, wait. Chino. Camus, Camus, Camus might have said, but I, oh, I did not see it. Yeah, I called it. I called it because anytime you get, anytime you get a triple threat that sets up the stakes like this, and you notice that there's one guy or one girl that's sort of okay, I know she belongs here, but you start asking that question is now the time? Then that's that's a good time for them to pull the trigger because you're caught off guard and so many of you were like, nah, this is a Charlotte retain. There's more things she can do. And in the aftermath, you know, it's kind of cool that she just jumps on to Raw. But I saw this coming a mile away and I called it. Called Did it. you actually call her going to Raw or you just? No, I called I called EO. <laughs> I called the EO, but then All I right. figured. Uh, the Charlotte moving back to main programming also last week. Yeah, uh, after that happened on Raw, I, it made more sense to sing out with Nancy Becky, Deba. So yes, uh, definitely made more sense. And I don't think they could have denied EO for any longer. That's why they pulled the trigger now. Uh, I wouldn't have probably said the same thing if I were on the show last week. So it's a good thing. Um, it kind of solidifies Rhea as another, uh, you know, uh, a baby face, one of the top baby faces in the NXT Women's Division, especially if she has to claw her way back to the top, especially with people, a lot of people and fans behind her. So, okay. Is he on the heel, though? 
ngayon parang hindi na siya full heel eh. it, it's uh, she's more like an anti-hero character ngayon and uh, i don't know either well, uh, but it's somewhere there in between anti-hero and puffaceish edgy feeling, edgy face oh feeling ko kasi yeah. mas heel siya compared to Rhea Ripley eh. like if if it was against these two sure sure on her own yes hindi siya heel but then you compare her to Rhea Ripley i feel like she's the bigger heel She's the healer. She's the healer. Um, yeah. Healer she cleaner. Foil, eh. she foil, eh? Because she was the third person that didn't belong in the match, you know. And 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 she and 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 now she has the title. So I feel like that has to build some heat for her. It's weird though that she's supposedly a heel character and yet she got that celebration at the end. Now you had all the streamers and the colorful paper getting thrown into the ring, which is typically a baby face celebration move. Mm, I don't know. Maybe uh, there's something that to be said that she is a anti-hero, but I do think Chino is also right in saying that compared to the two of them, Io is definitely a bigger heel. But hey, uh, I think uh, people are just happy for her all the same. Yeah, super. I, I'm super oh, yeah. happy. I'm also happy that three women's champions are Japanese. So you have Hikaru Shida in AEW, you have Asuka on Raw, and then sa NXT, you've got Io Shirai. It's a great time for, for Joshi wrestling. Um, and and it, it's kind of bittersweet saying that in light of the Hanakimura passing from speaking just a few weeks of, ago. Speaking of Hanakimura, uh, Dakota Kai apparently paid tribute to Hanakimura with her in-ring gear. She on yep. her Instagram. And the hair. And, and the, the hair. hair. Mm. That's part of it. So it's a nice thing, but Japanese Joshi excellence in the world of wrestling, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to have. It's always a good thing. And at this point, you know, do we want more? Yes. Kairi Sane. Give us Kairi Sane. <laughs> Just Not complete, complete it. Throw it to SmackDown. Up. Throw it to SmackDown. Complete the trifecta. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Uh, next, uh, we can talk about Karrion Cross choking out Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I, I didn't see that coming. I thought it would be a longer match. So th- that was refreshing. Yeah, uh, I like the way that they just, you know, straight up presented Karrion Cross as, uh, as someone to be feared. You, say, you got Tommaso Ciampa, a top guy who doesn't, you know, who's been in his fair share of long ass matches, but doesn't take forever against Carrion Cross. So okay, like me, it it presents Carrion as a as a really fearsome wrestler and you know a really good blue chip prospect. So I'm they're cool making, with it. Yeah, they're making they're building him strong. They're giving him all the, all this push because they're supposedly not keeping him in NXT for very long. So we we'll just have to wait to see, wait and see to he who he feuds with uh, down the ways. Pero I'm liking this Karen Cross look. I'm still confused about what Scarlett's actual role is here in their <laughs> partnership. Pero I, I'm liking Karen Cross. She's the one who's going to get the knife and make the sacrificial blood offering. No, but at this point, uh, all the all the rosters look similar at this point. I mean, like there's so many NXT call-ups and in recent memories, and there's gonna be a few few more call-ups soon. 
uh, Dijakovic looks like he's gonna be part of Seth Rollins' brood if his wow. Twitter. I like that. Leave. I like that. Wow, I, I like that, that a lot. Uh, like Velveteen Dream, I think, is going up as well. That's probably why he lost. Uh, someone else Riddle, is going up. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green was going Chelsea up. Green, yeah, Matt, wow. Riddle. Matt Riddle is going up. Yeah. Riddle's supposed to be Matt Riddle is up. Matt Riddle is up. He is on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, he hasn't wrestled yet, but you know, that's But still, we already know that. But ayan, part of the what other call ups, like if there are any other call ups, like, yeah, welcome. Parang it's a welcome change, especially because they're all just there in the same facility. Yeah, exactly. So it's not really not too different. It's just that for some reason, NXT is still handled. A little differently than the the so-called main roster, so I, as long as Triple H still gets to play with his experiment there, I'm okay with it. Here are a couple of points I want to drop. Oh, sorry, Chino. Okay, come on. No, come on. Ang lang mangyari is they call these people up and then they make them job to Jinder Mahal or whoever. Like fucking. Well, unfortunately, Jinder's hurt again. Okay, yeah, it's a good yeah. job. I guess we don't have to worry about that. But like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this WWE, this WWE debilitating sickness, where they call these great wrestlers up to the main roster, uh, and then they just have them job for forever before they give them an actual push. Uh, like, look at just look at Apollo Crews. Look at Alistair Black. Right? They haven't been anywhere in a long time, and so well. I'll argue Apollo though that Cruz. Alistair Black was never on Apollo Cruz's level. Apollo Cruz, okay, yeah, lagi naging talunan. Uh, Alistair Black has been relatively protected since he debuted last year. Yep, it's like yeah. he's not in the high-profile matches that you want him to be in, but Alistair Black's been—that's uh, a pretty good. Okay, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was, he was another. He was kind of protected. Uh, here's another example. Ricochet. Where's Ricochet at now? That's a better that, example. That's a better example. Okay, that's. That's yeah. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Okay, I, I want to drop, uh, drop some fun facts coming out of NXT Takeover in your house because I'm not sure if you noticed this, but that was the first Takeover main event that did not include any of these three: Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole. Since Brooklyn Three, the summer oh, of God. 2017. Oh, wow. I know that. I know. Wow. So you mean event known as Drew McIntyre and Bobby Roode? Oh, okay. 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 Speaking of Sasha Bailey, uh the first main event na all women, diba? Yeah, Second yeah, yeah, ever yeah. all yeah. women main event palang tong triple threat. So five years. It took them five years to follow up on that. <laughs> wow. Imagine having five years of Champa and Gargano and Adam Cole. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, and, and but that's not such a bad thing. I yeah, mean, yes, it's not a bad thing, but not always. Sometimes about, it was. It's not a bad thing, but now. But now yeah, that sorry, I think here, go, go. About, sorry, now it's not a bad thing, guys. But now that I think about it, parang wow, they did main event a lot. Like damn, nobody else was given that spot. Yeah, um, you know, you had some guys who would sneak into the main event every now and then. Like Alistair Black only ever main evented once. Uh Bo Dallas has been in the main event once, but that wasn't in that five year streak, obviously. Uh you had the other three members of the era who main evented thrice, you know, Roddy, Bobby Fish. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, but that's only because of the War Games matches. Right. right. But if you re- want a really fun, uh, fun stat, Velveteen Dream has never been in the main event of a takeover. Not I, think that he was I wonder why. No, he was supposed to be. I though. wonder why. 
Yeah, he was but no, he was supposed to never happen. No, 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 no. Right. It was supposed to be before rest, uh, NXT Takeover Tampa got canceled. Ah, uh, yeah. Wasn't that yeah. supposed to be the thing? Well, yeah, but yeah, it never but happened. I, I do believe. Yeah, I do believe that was the ma- but the the one that he was supposed to be invent. But yeah, so it never happened. Wanna... Um, I, I want to talk about Velveteen Dream actually, since uh, yeah, yeah. we already mentioned him. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that backlot brawl was really weird. I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Diko shamashad and enjoy. Uh-huh. Um match just watching it. I had to take some breaks and pause. Um I appreciated yung uh the bump Adam Cole took on the windshield, arm <laughs> and all that. But other than that, it felt weird. Like it was the weirdest cinematic match of all the cinematic matches. Yeah. Okay, I, I I don't think it was a cinematic match. Uh, it was filmed outside the interior of the performance center, but I don't. I didn't think it was a cinematic match. I thought it was just a match that was outside, because it wasn't stylized like a cinematic match. It felt more like a hardcore false count anywhere match that happened outside, like the same way like the parking lot brawl isn't really a cinematic match. Um, that's why there was commentary. I thought so. To me, it played out like you know a normal match that was just not in the ring inside. So to me, it was like that. And but that wasn't why it was weird to me. I just thought that Velveteen Dream was ruined by his controversial past few months, right? That I had no interest in participating in anything uh, Velveteen Dream was in. Which is kind of sad because he's really talented. But by how how his PR was tarnished and how they really didn't handle what his controversy was. I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel the same. No, Ako, I'm with Stan mostly on this. And I'm going to defend my earlier statement by saying that it is a cinematic match. No, One, because, I still don't think it is. Because they shot it in a back lot and a back so what? And a back. It's a studio. What else do you so shoot what? in a studio? It's just a venue. What else what? do you shoot in a studio? Bro? Come it's on. It's just a venue. It's a setting. Finish your point. Finish your point. Okay. It's Finish a setting point. for movies to take place in, number one. It's just and number a match two, where... It's just a number place two, for the they, there are previous dirt sheets that say that this was getting a cinematic treatment. Oh. Okay. You should have that. And that's it. That's it. And then, it was and shot yeah, differently. It was it so, the, yeah. the fact sorry, the fact that it had commentary for me what's what ruined it. Because it was cinematic and yet it had commentary. You don't watch movies with commentary, right? Because that takes you out of the movie watching experience. But that's why they don't have them in the first place. So for me, the Unless moment more I mean you do that because you want a deeper a second yeah, analysis. It's a breakdown, deeper, no. yeah. Deeper uh, understanding of the movie. You don't do it on first watch because then you're just out of it from the get go, and you're not able to appreciate the creativity behind it. So for me, this whole thing is just it. It was ruined the moment Morrow opened his mouth and they just cut to a camera angle. I don't agree with that because I enjoyed Stadium Stampede, and we we enjoyed Stadium Stampede, which oh, yeah. was again another match that was just that outside. was a hoot. Uh, I yeah. think what really went wrong with this one is not that it had commentary. Because the commentary could really make or break you. It's really just the way that WWE plays these things too straight. Parang sobrang serioso. 
that either you do something crazy and absurd and have the rightful commentary to go along with it, or you play it super straight, super straight and stylized. Sorry about that. So you play super straight and stylized. Yeah. It's still cool. Like, at the end of the day, it's still cool. But it doesn't feel like... Uh, how do you say this? It doesn't feel like they did... Like, it did enough to warrant the treatment. That's all. Yes. And if all the matches that you had on the card, this would be one of the last matches I'd pick to give the cinematic treatment to. Parang, I agree with yeah. that. Uh, it's not it's not the one that stands out the most at Warren City. It's not it doesn't give you much room for creativity. None of these guys have a supernatural aspect to their character, which allows you to have some sort of angle to it. But nothing warrants special effects. No, nobody needs well, a different camera okay. angle. Go ahead. Unless uh, if they didn't like okay, I, I'm thinking about it now. If they if they went all in on the Velveteen Dream um, mystique and mysticism, not mysticism, weirdness that he carries, like if they if they just doubled down on that and said, okay, backlot backlot match, we're gonna have a more cinematic treatment. I was waiting for them to go through a door, like when he started when they started going around the doors. I was expecting it. Step inside and then cut to something completely wacky and bizarre. If they did just that, I'd be okay. Yeah, but they didn't. So you know, we got what we got. I you know, I wasn't fan a fan of that backlot brawl. Um, I I appreciate how Mauro tried to give it gravitas by saying that this is shades of Cena and Guerrero. Now that was a classic backlot brawl. Uh, but that was also held during the time the Merong fans in the audience. So you know, there were people in the arena. Chanting for the match or cheering for the match. Ito, parang wala, you had wrestlers in cars. So, sobrang underwhelming lang niya. Parang, if, if anything, uh, the fact that it was held outside the ring, mas naramdaman ko na hindi siya normal. I did appreciate Dexter Loomis making an appearance, though. Yung, that was weird, actually. That was, yeah, that was, that was I think, I think was, for I, all the weirdness. That for all the weirdness that this match had, I think that was one of the more redeeming qualities. Because it it escalated his serial killerness, you know, his bizarreness a little bit by by abducting all three members of the disputed era. So now I now I'm a little bit more attached to that story. Yeah, they follow through with they follow through the on the thing that they teased about. He had that backstage segment with the interviewer. Then he was drawing how he would kidnap the Undisputed Era. So um, it, it's not like they didn't call it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, not, part, Egg, it's not yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 It's, a nice, it's a nice thing, but it's also, eh, they could have done more with it. Right? I just, they could I just have done want just a little bit more. I just want WWE to stop taking itself too seriously. I think I think what they what the, the tone they went for with money in the bank that was okay for cinematic matches as far as it goes but for this one that I got these really tried to sell it too serious and it didn't work I say Ninya, nothing nothing groundbreaking happened in this backlot brawl match uh, to warrant the cinema of it all right so either yeah, you exactly. go crazy like you go crazy like in the or you go campy like in the back and the boneyard match in the boneyard match 
or bizarre in the fun fun uh, fun house match. Just stop uh, taking it too seriously. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Let's move on to the other three matches on the card. Um, I did mention that uh, the six woman tag match is kind of parang extra lang siya, so I, I don't want to spend too much time uh, on that. I attached because but then now. Yeah, but I I mean yeah I'm attached because of Tegan Knox, but other than that, eh, uh, <laughs> well, siya, yeah, I so don't important eh. Story wise, in the six woman match. Exactly. I actually don't understand why this was even on the card. I would have thought that they'd put um, uh, Brizango versus uh, Imperium on this before they'd put that match on. So, it's a it's a mama match. It's a match that's just there for the sake of being there. These ladies no, have been I on mean, TV a lot. Up, but it also I mean, sets these... up a couple of other things. But yeah, yeah. yeah but then, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But then, did it need a takeover slot over the actual tag team titles? No, it did not. It did not. You would put that over more than this, even if Brizango does lose or they job out to Imperial. I actually thought it was weird that they didn't put the Cruiserweight Championship finals on this card. I always thought yes. they would. Yeah, I yeah, yeah well, my, well, they they wanted to make TV, so... Hmm. Oh, to be fair, uh, I an episode of NXT before TakeOver because it had the Cruiserweight Championship finals, right? Um, yeah, I guess, I guess. Let's get to the North American Championship match between Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. Um, I appreciated Keith Lee coming out and having the Black Lives Matter um, statement on his gear. I don't really think anyone else had the Black Lives Matter statement. I'm not sure if BLM related nope. the new t-shirt of Mia Yim when she came out. Because I didn't recognize the names on her shirt. It is. But with it is. Lee, obviously, I know. Those, those names belong to a cause that she's been supporting for a while of a couple of wrongfully convicted black gentlemen. It's it's a while back. They were arrested in Central Park just for being black, something like that. So yeah, for people cause. who are curious, it's because uh, one, you you can uh, you can identify with a cause even if it directly doesn't affect you, and two, Mia Yim is black, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not sure if uh, a lot of people uh, know that about her. Um, okay, so the match itself was actually pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Like I loved how Johnny Gargano came out of his house. Like I mentioned, um, sobrang weird lang na si Johnny Gargano yung take advantage during the match despite. The fact that she's more small, like yeah, he was attacking smaller body parts, the most like the eye or the hand. Kapag pinuntiria mo, but the visual of the smaller heel um, taking on the larger baby face has always been very weird for me. Especially with a guy like Keith Lee, right? Yep. Uh, but they did what they could with it. Uh, I think they just had to make the most of what they were given, and it was okay. I was, I didn't hate it. Uh, I thought Keith Lee would. Uh, uh, Keith, uh, sorry, sorry. Keith Lee won. I thought Gargano would win. Because like I, I thought it was time then for something new, for something different, especially after. And something uh, for Gargano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The show for his new found heel turn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys but think of this... Candice LeRae and Mia Yim getting involved? It was it's natural, fine. I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's it 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 and I might be nitpicking this way too much. But during the mm. six-woman tag, they disappeared mm. into the backstage area in a brawl, right? Yes. And then they come out a few matches later in this match, 
and then they're in street clothes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Chino, Chino, you're getting your continuity wrong. What happened was Candace came in to interfere for yeah, okay, yes, for the regardless, match. but it's regard- not, it's not, it's not the continuation of the brawl. Right. So what happened to the brawl then? That's my question. No, Did they just no, they ended? No, they. I'm, no, I'm, guessing they, I'm guessing they ended. They changed clothes, and then uh, Candace tried to interfere. When then Mia knew Candace would try to interfere, that's probably what happened. It's not yeah. that you know they were still brawling by the time they were uh, by the time Candace was out to interfere for Johnny. That's what I was believing because they did uh, because they faded into the background just hitting each other still. So nobody's going to stop this because nobody bothered. And so now all of a sudden they're in, in uh, Mia Yim's and joggers now. So parang, okay. Oh, well. oh, okay. <laughs> what there? We explained it for you. It happened that way. So huh, it's no big deal. Like Honestly, what, what really happened with, with that, it's just continuation for storyline. So, I mean, it doesn't, it didn't have to happen at the takeover. It's one of those, yeah, you could have just continued this somewhere else or next week or on the week after, but eh, it happened, it happened, and I'm not too mad about it. All right, let's uh, wrap up the takeover discussion on Finn Balor and Damon Priest. That was fun. Fun as that well. Was actually, that was surprisingly yeah, fun. Better than, better than expected, I have to say. Why was like, it better than expected? It was no, exactly I didn't, expected. No, because me and Camus, uh, and I, I might be mistaken here, me and Camus were just like, oh, this is going to be an okay match. It's not going to be one of the, the bangers of the evening. And then watching it was like, wow, okay, this is Punishment Martinez. This is uh, this is old school uh, Finn Balor. This is this is hard, as hard hitting as it could get. And so I loved it. I loved it a lot. Kind of, it was the right kind of hard hitting. Na parang, um, you if you've seen what yeah, and yeah, you keep calling him Punishment Martinez, but his work as Punishment Martinez was very similar to this. Hard hitting, yes. very, very um how do you say this? Precision striking. Yes, parang, it's I something that he... it, No, that's Sorry. what that's what I knew him for. He and is getting a... to see it like on full display. Yeah. He is a kickboxer, you know, in, in by trading. So he does have that uh, repertoire in his move set. So it's nice to get a glimpse of it again, even if for uh, only one match in this matchup. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> I have a lot of expectations for the ma- match. <laughs> um, I, I'm probably in the minority here. Like, I wasn't super excited for it because for me, Kala ko they pretty much forgot na Finn Balor was supposed to be a heel na walang pake. So now that he's a babyface again, kahit nasabihin mong edgy siya, parang ano yung point ng heel turn? No, I don't think I don't think at this point he was a heel na walang pake. I think uh, he is the closest thing to Stone Cold that they have. Um, way more than way more than Kevin Owens is. They say he's such a cool anti-hero that you yeah. already saw this from from the Walter feud actually. From yes, this, this, is already, yes. this is already signified from when Imperium uh, mobbed him. But oh, at this point, Imperium can't be the faces here. So at, uh, this has to mean that Finn isn't quite a heel or as heelish as we think. I say he's getting uh, all those cool face reactions. I mean, people are doing his shit, his stick. He's doing the whole uh, entrance thing again. And to me, I, that just uh, tells me that. They're banking on his cool, uh, all-around personality there. Face, so no, they, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face wasn't pake. Yeah, he didn't know. Nisha, he didn't know pake. So I think they have something special there. It's just a matter of time, I I believe, as to when they'll be uh, putting that guy uh, in the main event scene of NXT. Uh, because they don't. I don't. I think that if you're going to put him into the main event, it has it, it's it has to be for the downfall of what Adam Cole's reign. They're making a big deal about the reign now that it's hit what three hundred seventy plus days. Yep. After, if I remember correctly, he passed the year mark yep. last week. So, if we're taking this into consideration, it's like, okay, who's the big fish who's gonna take him out? Let it be Finn, diba? But make it matter. Yan yun. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm just piggybacking off of Neil's comment on the live feed. He does see the DTA aspect or the don't trust anybody aspect in Finn's new character, which is a shift from the initial heel turn. So it's more of the self-interest than heelish. In a way, uh, now that you point me in this direction, it's kind of like John Moxley. Like when he first came out to AEW, he was a heel, but for going after Kenny Omega and being a sick fuck. And then slowly transition into being their version of Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yun. That's actually a pretty good uh, comparison. It's apt, yeah. It's apt. Uh, I'm glad right, they so, stumbled into it. Boy, yeah, uh, even mean, even despite the fact that there's no audience. Yeah, I mean, it. oh, speaking, oh, speaking oh, of the audience. Before, before, like, this is before, yeah. know, before COVID with the Imperium stuff. Yeah. Right? But it was still fun. Like, it's, there's so much that you can do with it moving forward. Even with like the weird audience, they're still into it. Eh? Na parang nagkakareaction pa siya for all of the kalokohan. So it works out for me. Like you'll see, parang you'll see them develop it as this goes along. All right, uh, let's put a cap on our NXT takeover in your house talk, and let's transition to Backlash. We still have that show coming up next week. It's kind of weird. Now you have these pay per view events happening within one week of one another. And here we are, we're bitching about this now when, what, four, three years ago, two weeks yung agwat ng mga branded pay-per-views. Who knew that we would get to this point na walang audience tapos every week may pay-per-view tangin eh. Hindi every well, week. But... Oh, it's, only, it's only happened, to be fair to WWE, it's only happened once. Wala namang pay-per-view after Backlash, diba? Wait, wait, kailan ba yung Double or Nothing? Double or Nothing was like last week, diba? Or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, sure. I don't know anymore. Yeah, we don't know anymore. Time is a construct. Time is a All these events are happening so close to one another. I, no. I need some time to breathe. No, it's Chaka. much better than all of them happening on the same weekend. Like I, I'd Chaka. rather have this, you know, takeover happening last weekend instead of you know two two straight days in one weekend. Yeah, actually, okay, then you. Chaka, gusto ko lang sabihin. Keith Lee broke the rules of social distancing when he threw, when he threw Johnny Gargano across the, pexi, the plexiglass. <laughs> like that's not six feet, bro. That's not six feet. May thermal um, scanning uh, uh, right. They're in a bubble. They're okay. in a bubble, though. Let's talk about backlash and um, how it's being billed as having the greatest wrestling match ever. And let's let's talk about this gimmick because Chino, I know you have thoughts, especially yes. after they started using the song oh, from the greatest showman. Right, can, can I just I, say? I just want to say, sorry, Chino, sorry. I just I just wanted to say that uh, I haven't been watching WWE programming consistently since the since Black Wednesday, right? So I've only been watching it in spots, 
and I've been skipping through some of the commercials. So when I saw the promo spot for Backlash and the greatest wrestling match ever, having the song from the greatest showman, uh, I thought like, what the fuck? They're actually using the Brendan Urie cover, and they're actually using this song to describe Edge and Randy Orton. Also, um, they're using. Hey, they're using. Only JDL will appreciate this. They are used. Shut up, everybody! Shut up. <laughs> they are using a song from a musical about a tyrant to describe a product coming from another tyrant. Did nobody do their research? Did nobody fucking look online and see I pitied Bardum a kupalian patayitan? Nobody did. You, nobody bothered. How do you know what Alicia said yet? Oh God. Diba, maybe it's there's some sick fuck in their music department thought, ah, puta, Vince McMahon, ah, COVID, kaya pagtrabaho ko ako, ah, just, ito I'm pretty sure that was... It's either two, it's either one or two ways, guys. And it's just, every time I look at it, I can't help it. Ang bobo nyo, WWE, ang bobo nyo. Speaking of P.T. Barnum, shout out to Trian De La Torre. <laughs> oh god no but speaking of the greatest match ever Anil Cuenca is right the, the over push is heavy I don't know I don't I don't even think this was tongue in cheek but this is gonna fall way flat in their face I mean Edge is my boy here I love Edge but I, I don't see any universe any way that this is gonna work between two guys in their 40s yeah, so it's weird how they just keep beating us over the head with that tagline. Greatest wrestling match ever. Greatest res- wrestling match ever. And they're interviewing all these Hall of Famers, these legends, to get their take on it. Diko gets any endgame nito. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I think it's still part of Vince's fuck it mode. Uh, it's COVID naman, wala naman audience and wala naman, wala naman to tell people that I mean to tell them that yeah that they're doing a bad job so I guess they really are doing what the whatever the fuck they want yeah uh, it's kind of weird yeah, I just hope that this will be the, the end thing of the that he wants yeah this is man. the thing he wants that's upsetting if 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 this is Edge's last match with Randy Orton then please let it be his last match with Randy Orton no more rematches no more fucking greatest wrestling match part two, please. Just either either make him retire or give him somebody else. Because this is so insufferable. Uh, you, you, know, you know what's even worse? has three more years on his contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's even worse? The, uh, it's being built as the greatest wrestling match ever. And then uh, Randy Orton and Tommaso Ciampa had this verbal spat on Twitter. <laughs> Ciampa called Orton <laughs> boring. That can't help you. That can't help your billing of this match when you're when one of your top guys in NXT is calling one of your top legend or veterans and the main roster boring. Yeah, it's gonna it, if, if Randy Orton showed as much personality in the ring as he does on social media, then I would be more <laughs> invested in this. Pero wala eh. Twitter Orton is so much cooler. Actually, yeah, Twitter or the rules. I love Twitter or the rules. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. This might be an angle. Uh, yeah, it could be. It what could still be an angle between the two of them. Between the two of them. But uh, right now, rumors say that it's not a planned angle between uh, by the company. So, so it's kind of counterproductive there. But if it if it happens, I like it. All right, sure. shut up, Let, let's pick sure. the match. Uh, who do you think is winning? I think na Edge wins para tapos na yung feud. 
Yeah, Edge has to win here. Edge has ako, to win, please. Ako, Orton eh, because Edge won the <laughs> last man standing match. Hindi pa tapos, man. So, 1-1 one, one <laughs> should have <laughs> win. <laughs> so, sweep si Edge, ganun? Okay, oh, then see eh. Yeah, let Edge sweep. It's fine. All yeah, right. Randy okay. doesn't need the win. Yeah, okay. True, <laughs> true. Fine, Edge wins. Randy Actually, doesn't Edge need the win. Edge wins, right. fine. Let's move on to the WWE Championship match. It's Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, probably TNA. with TNA. <laughs> TNA. TNA. I love it. This could be pretty good. It, it has the potential to be pretty, pretty solid. Yes. What do you think be, about yeah. Bobby Lashley being uh, being repackaged as having this unstoppable full Nelson? Full Nelson bomb or just straight up full Nelson? Full Nelson. Yeah, so you haven't been watching that. Like he has lock? a new finish. Yeah, 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 yeah the master lock. Master lock. Master lock. Master lock. Yeah. He has yeah. the master lock now. So, yeah. so an episode of Raw actually ended. Yeah, an episode of Raw actually ended where Bobby Lashley choked out Drew McIntyre with the master lock. Is Man. it a choke though? Or, or, or pa- made him pass out. Yeah. It's like 2005 all over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it could be a much better move to highlight. It could be a more exciting submission hold. Uh, especially yeah. when you got a, a champion who isn't that much smaller than uh, than Bobby Lashley, right? Okay, yeah. sana kung, kung sobra laka ng size difference today, but not really. So I wish it was the spear that they focused on instead. And then just the edgy. Oh yeah, right, right, right. That's true. That's also true. Uh... Or something, Weird. I don't know. Uh, you're, you're right though, Ro. Weird nga. Kasi like, look at Drew McIntyre. Tanga na, laki ng traps yung tao. Puta na, paano mo siya ma-immobilize with the master lock? <laughs> yeah. Plus, I think Drew McIntyre is actually taller. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's really true. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, he's huge. He's it's huge. not, ano. It's, it's not, not a lot. Uh, it's not by a lot. I think yeah. he's taller, diba? So, I mean, advantage, advantage still goes to Drew McIntyre. So, parang hindi ko alam kung paano. But Bobby Lashley's... But Bobby I mean, Lashley, not, uh, DNA. Shout out to Neil Cuenca and Nikki Boy Gutierrez on the Facebook Live, both of whom are pointing out that Bobby Lashley was the one who actually broke the Master Lock challenge. So there's a bit of yes. continuity that he's to pick oh, up the I Master know. Lock as a finish. Ah, oh, I don't yeah, it's actually good. Actually, good job, guys. Nobody, like, nobody ought to mention that. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Nobody Cole was around the time there, and he never thought of bringing that up. And they, no, Ma- Michael Cole's on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, none of the Raw guys uh, ever thought of bringing that up. So yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. All right, uh, who do you think is winning this one? I think Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Although, true. if yeah. Bobby Lashley won, I think it would be a nice you know, BLM moment. But, but I don't think so, because I'm pretty sure Drew no. is their next big thing at the moment. And they invested way no. too much in him already. Yeah, I'll Drew, because I... Riding Drew for a while. I drew it because I'm seeing MVP and Bobby Lashley get a tag team title push. Or, you know, or they build that group up to be whatever he wants it to be, There've The rumors of a MVP super stable of powerful black people has been in the, like, row how many months now? Like, right not after... Man, not man long. Uh, since April, I guess. Uh, since early May, I think there was the yeah. rumors of that. April, early oh, May. I wouldn't be mad so at that. So it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. So I, I, drew all the way. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, all I want the other things happen after. 
All I want to come out of this is a new version of the Master Lock Challenge, which will inspire a new generation of high school <laughs> students to actually participate in their own Master Lock Challenges. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I totally forgot that that was a thing in high school. But so I'm sure there are LSGH. I'm sure Gino. Wait, first of all, Dina, this is LSGH. Let's go in. Why? We had Master Lock Oh, okay. Intergender Master Lock Challenge. Are, are, do you put the girls in the Master Lock role? No, why would we have to put, why would, why exactly, would have to put right? the girls in the Master Lock Challenge? If they could say we had it, it was a thing. Come why are we advocating violence against women? What the fuck is yeah, wrong with you? What's wrong with both of you, Savior? God damn. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Wait, I never brought up the girls. Sinabi ko lang yung mga lalaki, ah. Okay, if anyone I'm wants gonna... to be put in a master lock, put them in a master lock. <laughs> I'm an advocate for equal. If you can, if you consent to being put in a master lock, if you consent to taking the master lock challenge, which is part of the master lock challenge, allow you know consent is consent, Stan. Ito, uh, you know what consent. you are? You're an equal opportunity asshole. That's what you are. Yes. <laughs> I am a defender of the women's division of PWR. Oh, yes, he is a member of the women's division. <laughs> There's That's also that. All right, That's let's all move I on. Am. All right, let's move on. Let's uh, move you on. got a handicap match for the Universal Championship between Braun Strowman and the team of The Miz and John Morrison. I think Strowman. Uh, Strowman, <laughs> Strowman, and this is the finish. He picks up both of them and power stamps them at the same time. There's no other way. That's why. There's no other way. That's how it's going to end. You know what? No, wait. Can I just sorry, like I'm if I if I go two for two in hokey in hokey wins in multi-person matches, John Morrison wins this. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm mind. I, I like Mundo. their momentum. I like their momentum, but a Johnny Mundo run now, there is a way to make it happen. Johnny no, Survivor. You know you know what? I think it could very well end up happening that they end up becoming co-champions. Parang lay cool. Yeah, parang lay cool. I, I mean, like, they got that. the momentum for sure. I, would, I wouldn't be mad at it either. No, no, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I be mad, mad at it either. either. It's so left field that it might be possible, but I'm still saying broad. Is it possible okay. to not give a shit and yet be excited about either possibility? Yeah. Because no, that's what I don't give a shit about this match, but either Braun picks them both up and slams them for the win or they become like lay cool. I'm okay no. with either. I think I think you want the thing to move on because you want the championship to move on from Braun. Yeah, because fuck so Braun. Yeah, yeah, because fuck Braun. Sabi ni Nikki Boy Chino na mimi ko na Master Lock sa LSGH Retreat House. Oh, isa yata siya yung big sum na bigyan kong Master Lock. Wait, magkabatch pa kayo ni Nikki Boy? Eh, man, he's way younger. All right, let's get to this next one. The Raw Women's Championship is on the line. Asuka takes on Nia Jax. Feel good, Asuka, so that they can go to Asuka Charlotte. Yes, exactly where I'm going. Fuck all this. Let Nia Jax Jax take her shot, but please don't injure another Japanese woman. With all the flack that Naya has been taking online, how do you even give it to her at this point? Well, yeah, because okay. WWE. Yeah, no, they I mean, gave like... it to Braun Strowman, guys. <laughs> oh, no. Braun, Braun, Braun isn't Strowman. Braun isn't dangerous as Naya. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it is, yeah, you cannot, then, this then is again, not an apples to apples comparison. WWE can say, and non wrestlers, what do you know about wrestling safe? 
okay, okay. If you say so. Shana, at the end of the day, they're gonna do what they want to do, yeah, know, regardless true. of no. what the argument is. No. Vince no, still owns the company. I think it's bad PR waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, we don't want it to happen. I want Asuka to walk away so that she goes yeah. back because that raw match with Charlotte was very good. It was better than advertised. So, oh, much better than you'd think, no? Yeah, oh, Charlotte. I, I think Charlotte's work since going to NXT was pretty good. I, I mean, she was really good in the Triple Threat so yep. takeover. Agreed. So, I think going to NXT really helped her out. Yeah. Right, uh, let's get to this next one. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus apparently have a match at Backlash. I did not know this. Okay, yeah, so they, I just they've watched... had a running storyline, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I, I don't know story, Sila. Last night, uh, where Sheamus tried to frame Jeff Hardy for running over Elias. So apparently that's, yep. Why yep. Really, that's where the feud comes from. I, I don't really yep. care about this. So. Yeah, I mean, something Sheamus, like that. People, mm. you know, Sheamus is cool, but, you know, they haven't really been doing him any favors. With his booking, yeah, so, um, yeah. it's a thing here. I, don't th- I guess it's gonna be a Jeff Hardy win. Is Sheamus gonna? No, I think it's Sheamus him? win. Yeah, they say they've been pushing him huge. Yeah, Felix and they're gonna let Jeff Hardy's contract run out now. So this is kind of like Jeff Hardy's last few matches or last few stories before he, his contract expires. Oh yeah, that's right. His contract is coming up. Yep, I suppose. I suppose. All right, last two matches. You have the triple threat tag team match for the women's tag team titles. Bailey and Sasha, who are the new champions, take on Alexa uh, Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Iconics. Hmm. Uh, I say the Iconics win. Oh, hold on. I want to say the Iconics yeah. win this one. Yeah, Feeling of have to win. Because uh, they're kind of on a roll, but I, I can see a reason for them to lose. Because you have a third team in the Iconics, number one. Number two, it continues the story of Sasha that she can never defend the championship. And number three, yep. it, it leads to more infighting between Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I don't know if you saw the Raw, the Raw tag team match. There was a bit of miscommunication highlighted yep, uh, I did. during oh, one oh. exchange. Right? So Even they when might... they won the titles on Friday or on the oh, weekend. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, right? So. So so may so may may opportunity for that again eh, to happen. And they if they're gonna pull the trigger on Sasha versus Bailey, may as well do it now. Yeah, sure. Why not? SmackDown women's champion. So that's something to watch out for. All right. And finally you have Andrade uh, taking on Apollo Cruz for Apollo's United States Championship. Uh the the faction is break the stable is breaking up, right? They're pretty much in tatters yep. now. Yeah, because Andrade pinned uh, Angel Garza on the yeah. roll. Yep. Yeah, and Austin Theory is no longer there. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, with, it's with Seth Rollins now. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's Apollo's too. So Apollo's who does, sorry, so who does Zelina go with? Andrade? Andrade yeah. Parin. Original. Oh, yeah. OG client. Uh, yeah. All right, there you have it. Those are our backlash predictions. If you have any comments you want to send our way, any reactions, um, any contradicting opinions you want to send them our way, you can leave it in the comment section of this video or hit us up on social media. It is at Wrestling2XPod for the show. And then for us individually at underscore Stan C, at Rose Bar, at Caveman Camus, and at Chino Supersized. Anything else that we missed? Um, yes. Yes. In the um, yes. You're uh, Japan. You, Yes, New oh, Japan. Right. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for reminding me. So, yeah, New Japan uh, let's, is back. Let's break that down. Mm-hmm. Go, Kamos. Go, Kamos. Go, go, go. 
saw you. New Japan is back, baby. Yes. So um, they will be operating under, like they had a big press con how many days ago? Two, three yesterday. days ago? The other day. Yesterday. The other day. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. See? I don't know. Sense of time. Doesn't matter anymore. But the New Japan Cup is coming back and they are mixing the heavyweights and the junior, junior. heavyweights into this one. So we're getting, they're basically getting uh, Best of the Super Juniors and the NJ Cup in one go for this using whoever is available in New Japan, like whoever was in Tokyo, they're gonna run this. So, um, uh, this they will start streaming their matches on June 16th, with the final happening on July 11th at Osaka Joe Hall. And this is actually kind of fun. Like, and when I saw the brackets, there's fun potential all over, but you know, it's not the best. Like, it's not the best lineup that we've seen in a while. But it's yeah, New Japan Wrestling, and we're yeah. almost that much better in the world to have it back. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited. Yes. Thomas, okay, uh, so the two of you are the ones who uh, follow it closely you know, compared to me and Chino. Who do you think is most likely to win the New Japan Cup? Because the winner is supposed to challenge for Naito's uh, two belts. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing if people forgot. Yeah, so that's yeah. right for the New Japan Cup winner. Yeah, because mm. it's like after after he won, like after he won, we had New Year's Dash, and then we went straight into COVID. Yeah. Right. So we got yes. none of this. So it's like literally um, we were denied uh, Hiromu versus Naito at the anniversary show that was supposed to happen, I think, uh, mid late Feb or early March. Whenever that was scheduled to happen. So I think they will run it here through the New Japan Cup. So Hiromu would win it outright. I think he can. Like uh, given given the brackets, you'd have you'd basically have to have Hiromu versus Okada on one side of the bracket finals before Hiromu gets the chance to challenge. But they'll do this. I think they will do this. Oh, uh, I originally predicted Sanada to make it all the way. I'm still sticking to Sanada ah. taking the New Japan Cup. I mean, I, I assume ah, nothing changed ah, for the long ah, plan. Ah. Uh, either that ah, or... But Ibushi. everything has changed. Huh? Everything has changed, everything sure. Has but changed. when has that ever stopped uh, New Japan from changing its course? That's I guess true. we'll find out. We'll find out uh, when this happens. You know, oh, I, sad, I have though, a couple of questions. So yeah, so yeah, you first come, then I'll get no, to my I was, questions. I was gonna say, I was gonna say to Ro, Ibushi and Sanada are in the same bracket, Ooh, wow, same okay. corner quarter. Almost. So there's a chance they that they, the, they'll meet. There's like a big yeah, chance the, that they end up together in uh, the quarterfinals. Yeah, okay. I have a feeling. If it's not, if it's not Shing, if it's not Sanada, it's gonna be Shingo coming out from that. Okay, and here's then, my question. Yeah, yeah go. Okay, uh, the question is, what is stopping New Japan from booking Okada and Ibushi in the finals? Because they're on opposite side of the, sides of the bracket. Okada and Ibushi? Yeah. No, no, it's just that they just did it. They just did it. Yeah. Nung Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yes. All right. Yes. I was, like, I was like, I had to think about it. Yes, Wrestle Kingdom. That was a long while ago. 
So yeah, uh, 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 since there's not a lot of good wrestling to follow, um, I might actually follow the New Japan Cup just because it seems easier to watch than the G1. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. single elimination. So much yeah. more single elimination. It's yeah, like, like first um, round these four matches long. Eh? Yep, yep. Oh, and it's like you sort of know who's like given who's available and who's in the country. This is a pretty good lineup. I mean, the only like my only thing is that Jado and Gedo had to join, but apart from that, I'm happy. Yeah, uh, I I seem to know who most of these guys are, naman. So Our yeah, Kuya why not? Jeff isn't here though. I thought he was gonna who? be Jeff, Jeff Cobb. Not the USA. Yeah. Jeff's yeah. no, Jeff's still in the states. Yeah, they there's a travel ban. Yeah, yeah they, there's a travel ban in Japan. Yep. Uh, foreigners, right? So right. Yep. Right. So it's like that covers. I mean, Robbie couldn't fly. Robbie can't fly in. Jeff can't fly in. TJ can't fly in. None of our so friends. It's mostly Japanese guys, world. right? On the card. That's what I'm seeing here as well. Yep. I think the only ones are the only ones that are still there are the ones that had uh like the only foreigners are actually Kota Ibushi and Gabriel Kidd, who both Wait, how is Kota Ibushi a foreigner? Yeah, wait, wait, Kota Ibushi is <laughs> a foreigner? What? Sorry, Zach Saber Jr. Jr. Sorry. Zach Saber Jr. Oh, okay. <laughs> Naka first round matchup. Niya. The, the, they're the first round matchup. Sorry, I was. Yeah, I was uh, reading it wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, well, last couple of questions from the live feed before we get to our picks of the week. Starting off with Nikki Boy, who asks if we were able to catch the Slam Anniversary teaser. I think we talked about this last year, deba. Yeah, you talked about it last week. Yeah, the one so, that featured, yeah. featured several uh, former WWE superstars. Uh, we know well, now guess- that. We know now Drake is yes. uh, still with NXT, so I don't think he's going to be part of that deal. Uh, I'm not sure if everyone on that teaser is really coming over to Impact. Yeah, I think heading in. Also, it's uh-huh. you know, oh, I will say that Anderson and Gallows have been prominently featured on that teaser. So That's if, true. Ed, if, ever, if you're a betting man and if you're going to place odds, please... Place it on them. Because I feel sure they're not everybody else. Right. right. All right. And not last the flag question. of Bulgaria. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Unfortunately. Uh, it's from J.K. Obnial who is asking, who is our pick to win the IC title? Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles? Sami Zayn. It's interesting Sammy that they don't Zane. have this on Backlash too. That's, that's another oh, right. oh, no. that's, that's yeah, also yeah. weird. Yeah. Instead, greatest wrestling match ever. I agree, I agree. hundred uh, percent. Oh AJ both, Styles. <laughs> both choices are great though. I like I wouldn't be mad. Has AJ held it yet? He is not, Has which AJ is why I'm picking him. I, I'd pick him. I'd pick him. I'd say AJ Styles as well, especially since Brian's expressed before. He doesn't really want to be a champion anymore. It's like it's not part of his goals now. So I say AJ Styles. It doesn't matter what he wants, though. (laughs) uh, I'll be okay with uh, any of these guys, really. But uh, since everyone's picking AJ Styles, and AJ Styles hasn't been the intercontinental champion yet, I'll pick him then. All right. Chino Eko. AJ Naren. Yeah, AJ Naren. All righty. 
Thank you very much, everybody who's been sending in your questions for tonight's uh, live episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We'll top it off with our picks of the week. And because mine is the shortest, I'll start with mine. My pick of the week is the retro commercials from Takeover in Your House. This is so Like I love the Ico Pro segment featuring Adam Cole. And because uh, my heart beats for Tegan, uh, Tegan Knox, seeing her eat ice cream sandwiches just made me really, really happy. Right. I'm bent on Blackheart eating a side ice cream sandwich. I know, right? That's, oh, up, there. That's up there for me. She she's just stuffed her face. I love it. Ate she is, is a mood. She is a mood. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, so, I guess I'll go. My pick of the week for this week is actually the main event for NXT TakeOver in Your uh, Rusev having fun in the in, a, in the in the Twitch life uh, makes me want to have a Twitch career as well. But my pick of the week is uh, Finn Balor versus Damon Priest. That was a really fun match. All right, um, my pick of the week is Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. I thought it was really on. I mean, okay, no. If you're gonna watch something, <laughs> watch Drake. Watch the Drake match because that's yeah, but where that's the, the point of the pick of the week. If you're gonna pick oh. something, you watch <laughs> yeah, it. What the fuck, man? How could you forget the essence but, of the segment? Wait, wait. That okay? Can I justify my change? Because you get door cam. The second you get door cam, that's it for me, man. You know I love my hokey stuff. You know I love my kagaguhan. Give me door cam for every show. Moving forward. Good All shit. right. All right. Okay. Also, second uh, is uh, great too. Okay, fine. If Camus gets a second pick, I'll get a second <laughs> pick. It's my my second pick is the Twitter feud between Orton and Tommaso Ciampa because it's so great. It's <laughs> so, so great. great. Did, you see Orton? The part, did you see the part where his wife chimed in too? I think so. Yes. His wife. Whose wife? Randy Orton basically called NXT a wrestling school, and that was Which the best shit true. I've seen. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Tell me what time leg slap class starts. <laughs> so great. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much uh, to everybody who tuned in and sent in your comments and your questions. We really appreciate it every time you join us for these live shows. Uh, we've got some more guests that we're lining up, so uh, we're not we're not out of juice just yet. And um, you know what? If if uh, you have any personalities you want us to feature, hit us up on uh, on Twitter. And let us know who you want to be featured on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We've got so much time here at home. And, you know, we, we can always make time for these interviews. Speaking of interviews, I want, uh, I want to get this plug in as well. Um, tomorrow on the Morning Takeover on Wave 89.1, we're talking to Moonshine, who's one-third of 8-Bit Fiction. And we're talking to her about mental health and dealing with it and taking care of it in the time of the pandemic. So uh, this was inspired by JDL's interview with her on PWOG's Live on Instagram. And I think it's a very timely conversation to have, especially because this has been a very tough time for all of us. And uh, it, it's also a good opportunity to just, you know, talk to someone who understands mental health, uh, does not care about the stigma associated with it, and to get your questions in. Because, you know, we're all with the pandemic and with current events. 
So if you have any questions you want to send to Moonshine, hit me up at underscore Stancy on Twitter, and we go live at 9 a.m. with the interview. Right? right. right. Can we also send 9 a.m. Shout Can we also send a happy birthday to Debbie Fett? Birthday oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Our it's good friend today? and my my That's radio today. partner Debbie Ten is uh, turning one year older today. Yep. yep. Although I'm pretty sure she's not watching this, she's probably, she's probably getting her Jeremiah on uh, tonight. So <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, she is. I mean, none of our business. None of our business. Okay, first of all, it's weird for me to say that because I've known her as an underage girl, so it's just weird. <laughs> wow, Chino! Wow, wow! I just made it weirder. Cut the stream. Ryan, cut the stream. Right, yeah. Just save us, Ryan. Save us, Ryan. The FBI no, is coming for Chino. The NBI yeah, is coming oh. for Chino with a terror bill. So junk terror bill. Oh guys. my god! Junk terror bill. All right, guys. Uh, remember, you. yeah. Remember to speak oh, up. My yeah, God. yeah. Thank you for hanging out with us in your weekly dose of oh. wrestling talk. We're, um, we're always happy to be giving you this, uh, your your fair share of wrestling discussion, or of the stuff that's happening everywhere in the world. Yep. So on behalf of Ro Moran, Raf Kamuts, and the creepy Chino Liao, my name creepy. is Stanley. <laughs> Saying thank you very hey, much, everyone. We'll catch you next week on the next episode. Shout out to Babyface producer Ryan and the Podcast Network Asia family for keeping it all together. And with that, stay safe, stay well, wash your hands, and we're out of here. Junk Terror Bill. Peace. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 